Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcasters. So this morning I'm in conversation with someone I've known for a short while that I don't necessarily know very well, despite that. And her name's Anna Kamar. And she's recently started her own podcast called Nature Spots. Is it Nature Spots or Nature's Spot? Nature Spots. Nature spot, actually, just singular, yeah. But it actually deals with, obviously, multiple nature spots, but yeah. Yeah, and I really, really love that. And I know that our conversation is going to go here, there, and everywhere, which is perfect, because if you've ever listened to this show, that's normal. Um, but can we start with that, with that podcast? Because it's, for people that don't know you, they won't realise what a monumental step it is for you to be doing that podcast Would, am i fair in saying that yes um y- yes actually you are right um so this this podcast is not the bod- podcast that i originally set out to make when i started thinking about podcasting yeah in fact this podcast for me was a way to find my voice to build up my courage muscle um all things that i really felt i had lost um quite a long while ago probably um yeah and so i began with something i thought was very i want to say I don't know, I almost don't want to say easy, but something that came naturally to me, which is the appreciation of nature. Um, But in terms of, you know, personal growth, um, it's really very big. And actually I have you to thank for it because not only did your podcast give me the idea uh, that podcasting might be something I could do, but it also gave me the courage um, to try it Because you said something, it was in one of your very early episodes about, in fact, it was about your own journey to podcasting and how you realized that everybody had a different voice and that different voices would appeal to different people. Mm. And that helped me to overcome the little gremlin inside me saying, well, what could I possibly have to say about (laughs) anything and who's ever going to listen to me? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that's brilliant and it's one of the main reasons I really wanted you on to talk to you because I love because I think so many podcasts I mean cranky I I don't listen to every podcast but I think I've hinted on another episode that I've recently discovered that 70% of podcasters are men anyway yeah and there's a lot of very slick podcasting and you know, there will be a lot of women that will follow that slick route uh, because that's what's laid down. That's the format, you know, that's what you do. Um, And 
you know that I I don't really I don't want I don't want that for this show um and I want people to see that that, that what you just said that oh you know this isn't something that I would normally do you know who wants to listen to me mm. <laughs> that everybody could do this if anybody has the and it doesn't have to be a podcast it's not just about podcasting no. But anybody can actually, if, if you feel, and so many women, especially at midlife, especially at midlife, mm -hmm. just feel something inside that says, there's got to be more. There's got to be more than just this. Yeah. And, and to be able for you, I, I just want you, because you're so real, and I know, I love how you share exactly <laughs> what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> and I listened to your first podcast, and and even then you were kind of, you still were going, oh yeah, but this is just a practice one. Yeah. Uh, but it was so lovely. Well, bless you for saying that. And thank you very much. I, you know what, I, I mean, I'm on, I think I'll be publishing episode 11 this coming Saturday, actually, which is incredible. And part of me didn't believe that I would get this far. So I'm, you know, blown away. But my little ego monsters still kick me on a daily basis you know, because it's not this or it's not that. Um, but uh, far be it for me to buy into the notion of needing external validation. But <laughs> I got some yesterday that I really needed from a really unexpected source, which was another podcaster who got in touch with me to be on their show. Their podcast is also about uh, nature. Yeah. And it's quite different to mine. Mine is, you know, entry level nature connection whoever is out there if you haven't looked outside your window lately go do it now that's kind of what i'm into because my great passion i think is or one of them <clears throat> is to highlight to people how much they love nature even if they don't quite realize it at the time but going back to this lovely validation that i had from this chap who with two other co-hosts run runs what i think is quite a slick podcast yeah and you know not only was he talking about being really conscious of including female voices on their podcast and wanting at least one in every episode mm -hmm. um but he also said that what i do and because of the way that i do it so kind of what you said about just being me yeah um is one of the things that he really loved about it oh. so you know the fact that that comes from a guy um not because I need male validation over female validation, but I think it's because it confirms to me that this doesn't just appeal to women or doesn't just appeal to, you know, one specific demographic. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that, but, but that was nice. <laughs> I think, I think that's more than nice. I think that's absolutely, well, I can't think of a super, I was going to say superfluous, and that's not what I meant at all. It's superlative. Superlative, thank you so much. Oh, I know what you meant. I love that's one of the other things I love about you. Is you, you know, the word when I can't find it. Um, and I think what you, what you were saying there, if I'm, if I'm interpreting this correctly, mm -hmm. is that it's not about whether it's male validation or female validation, it's mm -hmm. about the fact that actually, despite the fact I talk incessantly about women and midlife, and it's like mm -hmm. I, like I apportioned the world and men don't count which isn't true at all i think there's a lot of men that need a bit mm -hmm. of liberation but um but you can't tell 
by the external packaging what's really going on for people and and we make these assumptions don't we about we almost put everybody in little boxes but that nobody's in a box and i think that's one of the privileges i've personally had over the years mm -hmm. of working with arguably normal people whatever that is <laughs> yeah what is that yeah yeah what is that and but but discover every single person i meet mm -hmm. no matter how down on themselves they are mm -hmm just has the most extraordinary stuff that's hidden away that they don't value or they don't think has any value yes without yeah. exception no yeah. absolutely and in fact um i was chatting to some friends today about that very thing as well and actually about how how we as women almost don't recognize our worth and so how it might you know we we might discount our achievements or discount our knowledge or our passion or the validity of our voices mm. because well i don't know why i suppose because our generation my generation generations before me hopefully not those after and in fact you know if you look around the younger the younger people <laughs> on social media and places <laughs> like that they do seem to be a lot more comfortable with speaking their truth which is fantastic um, but it can be very frustrating you know being my age and i'm only for only 43 but i'm only 43 you know yeah. and um and i still find that really difficult even though i've had a little bit of practice so yes i absolutely agree we're all um yeah we we don't really we don't really talk about stuff that we love enough and and equally um and equally, we seem to judge people and think they're all so confident, but actually everybody else has the gremlins. And mm -hmm. one of the great things is that mm -hmm. if you can voice the fact that you are having gremlins, other people say, do you know what? I feel exactly the same. Yeah. Which yeah. really is very helpful because then you don't feel like some kind of oddity. Uh, you begin to understand that these are normal processes, normal human, you know, processes and actually i think you've spoken about that too mm. you know the way our brains work and and kind of self-judgment and all that kind of thing mm. yeah uh, but i think i've gone off on one anyway no no no. i love it when you go off on one going off on one is is, is a fact <laughs> i've changed the title of the podcast to going off on one um I, sorry <laughs> uh i think you're right because there's a there's a loneliness about that as well isn't there if you if and although you said about young people seem to be better at speaking their truth mm. i'm not convinced okay <laughs> i'm not convinced i mm -hmm. think they are as troubled as we are by mm -hmm. feeling they have to present a specific version of themselves yeah. which might look like the truth because they're always on social media and they're blogging and they're blogging and they're mm -hmm doing whatever but i think they're still constrained by you know hierarchies and structures and, and the same things we were and why wouldn't they be because those still exist yeah and that's and why I, dawn yeah no no uh, please carry on no i was gonna say that's why i feel i'm increasingly feeling quite um rebellious that's why it's called rebe revelation yes um, that actually women in midlife or approaching midlife or just through midlife 
we still have such a powerful role to play to be role models to younger people yeah. to say do you know what i haven't done this for the past 40 50 whatever years mm -hmm. yeah but i'm doing it now to kind of give them more courage yeah no i actually can completely see where you're coming from there because um what i had okay so i suppose where that came from what you know what i just said about people being more comfortable about speaking their truth is that you know we're now you know my background you know i'm i really love the environment and i'm you know worried about climate change passionate about the environment and i suppose what i'm seeing more of now is but perhaps this is a media filter so i have to be reminded to be conscious of that mm -hmm. um when you see images of protests you do see a lot more young people who are out you know having their voices heard however yeah. i think what you highlighted in terms of being an example or a role model is is really important because what can be forgotten by the young ones but also by those of us who have been plowing that field or furrow or whatever you'd call it for some time is actually the role that we've had and and generations before us in making that possible mm. by breaking down those barriers of you know this is acceptable for women this is not acceptable for women um so yes i agree that we still have a lot to do to kind of to break free for ourselves but also to help the the generations that come after us to be more um confident about speaking up and be more comfortable to do it and yeah and, and maybe help them to find their voice earlier because you know, I don't know, is the struggle as long for everybody? You know, I'm pretty sure that my great grandmother would have found it more difficult to do what I'm doing now in her day. And yeah. yet it's kind of all cumulative, but I completely, you know, I really worry for, for young girls actually. And you know, the Instagram generation and you have to be perfect and you have to be, mm. have this hair and these clothes. And I didn't have to worry about any of that. No. And um, yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree with you when, you when you're talking about the younger generation, like the very young ones, you know, typified by Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Who I totally agree with you and I find them inspirational, but it, I almost feel like I owe it as my, my generation and you're, you perhaps sit out of the baby boom a bit. You might, you might be just outside baby boomers, but I feel like I owe it to them mm -hmm. to live up to the courage that they're showing to make because it, it can't just happen in one generation no we have to the people that feel this passionately about change mm -hmm. that's required yeah. have to act together and we, we don't necessarily all have to join up and you know stand side by side although that's maybe nice but mm -hmm. i just think that women are using this point in their lives to say right that's it i'm more capable than you've given me credit for and i'm not done and i'm not stupid and and i haven't lost my mind and you know that yeah they increasingly will work and do something creative for themselves which is magnificent mm -hmm. but i think there's more that we can do to actually change the structure that yes. holds this all the fabric of this society that is still god i'm sounding like such a, such a feminist but hey ho ho <laughs>
but it is it was created by men for men and still so and i know I've, i'm probably repeating myself because i know i've said this before but um we i've just realized we spent decades of just trying to grab little pieces of mm-hmm. you know of yes. the agenda let me have this yeah. and we're still asking for permission yeah Anyway. We are, and, and there is that, 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 that sort of apologetic thing. Again, a conversation I was having with a friend today, and she was talking about um, editing out the word just from her communications. Yes. Which is such a, and I just thought that is genius because she is so right. And I have actually, over the last few weeks, started removing it from my emails, having oh. noticed that I put it in all the time. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You too. See? Yeah. But it's like, well, why just? You know, why is the word just in front of how much you charge for your book or whatever it is that you're doing? Why is the word just in front of the constructive criticism that you're about to offer somebody? Why is the word just for something you're going to ask somebody to do? Mm. Get rid of that. And I just thought, wow, that's feminist talk, that is. I've got to tell Shirley, so now I have. <laughs> and um, but one of the other things that you said just then, which, I, which really struck me, you said um, women in this sort of age will be doing things, uh, will be saying, I'm more capable than you've given me credit for in terms of, you know, the world. What I think is also interesting about that is that there's another dimension and that, and, and this is kind of part of the transformation thing, the work I think that you do. And that is that in order to do that, we first have to realize those of us who maybe don't know that we are capable of so much more than we have given ourselves credit mm-hmm. for. And I think that, that thing, um, you know, realizing your own worth is probably the biggest part of transformation and probably one of the biggest acts of rebellion uh, against, you know, a system into which we were born and, and which we have perpetuated, mm-hmm. you know, by, I mean, you were saying before, you know, we have a duty to speak up. And one of the reasons this has gone for so long, gone on for so long is because we have felt that we have to be meek and keep quiet and be acceptable. Mm-hmm. Again, another topic of the conversation, you know, mm-hmm. and therefore, you know, yes. So we don't ask for, um, I don't know, promotions because we don't feel we deserve them. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, and is this part of a whole thing of, and, and again, this is such a recurring theme, you know, the whole thing of women's work being undervalued, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. work in the home being undervalued, the whole thing about free childcare, the whole thing about caring professions being predominantly, I don't know about whether they are now, but you know, the lower paid caring professions being predominantly staffed by women um, and all of that being undervalued. And it's just, when you think about all of that, it makes me quite angry mm. and it can be very overwhelming. However, uh, if you can find any way, I think, to, to speak, you know, even if it's by way of a lit podcast, um, it's probably a good way to start, you know, to realizing what you might have to offer to get that snowball uh, rolling down that hill. But absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because we're in a uniquely privileged position in this country, and I mean really almost uniquely privileged, is that we can actually say what we want, what we want, sorry, and we will not get jailed for it. Mm. Obviously, accepting hate speech, I would never condone that. Uh, we will not be jailed for it. We will not be killed for it. Our families won't be killed for it. I mm-hmm. think we really have to realise that, own that, appreciate that, and use that. 
Mm. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. I'm turning up quite militant, isn't it? People... <laughs> well, I have a tendency to do that. I'm sorry. Oh, good. Oh, good. Let's carry <laughs> on being militant. I like it. Um, because following on from what you were saying is making me think about one of the many ways that we've acquiesced. And, and, and because maybe this is, this is the thing, that women are so capable of doing you know we just like we just get on with stuff like oh god okay <laughs> you know we'll juggle this and we'll juggle that and, and we've become quite although we're meant to be very good at net, maintaining social networks and family networks actually the truth is that if you're in a relationship with a man the likelihood is if the man dies first the woman will trog on and she's carrying on and she's still fine and she's still living and doing amazing things mm-hmm. but if the woman dies first the man will just kind of implode like yeah. they just don't know what to do on their own mm-hmm. and i almost think that because of that we we aren't as successful at actually grouping together to make change really happen which is why exactly as you said any profession that is totally dominated by women you don't you don't even have to ask what it is you know it'll be paid less than something that, that men do so it's a fact in the 21st century it's a fact Anything that's part-time, well, that's mm-hmm. not working for you, has it? Why? Why? Same brain, same skills. Mm-hmm. Ugh, ugh, it just drives me nuts. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're a politician and you work part-time in a few big corporations providing a little bit of consultancy, yeah. you can be paid a six-figure sum for six yeah. hours a year, yeah. but... If you're a woman and you want to work part time in a job that really may only have been paying forty five grand, well, yeah, but it's it's just a little job, isn't it? Yeah, and that's that's where I think we've allowed because we will always choose expediency because we're survivors. Yeah, we'll choose expediency and we'll go. Yeah, but but I get to spend time at home. Yeah, I know they're not paying me. Yeah. Time. I know they're not going to promote me, and I know, and and then we do every generation after sort of service, including the men, they miss out too because of it. Yeah. I I'm sorry, I didn't mm-hmm. intend your interview to turn into a rant by service. <laughs> no, no, but it's, you know, and it's, it's, um, yeah, everything you say is, is true. And uh, it's very offensive. I don't mean what you've said. I mean, the fact that <laughs> it is the truth, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, well, you know, one of the things that I, I become quite incensed about often, uh, so I don't have children, but I have colleagues and friends with children who are in loving relationships, but who nonetheless take on the majority of the burden for the child rearing, the majority of the burden for the running of the house, and still have part-time jobs. Mm. And while they, while they decide whether on the one day at the weekend they're going to read a chapter of their book or maybe watch something they enjoy, you know, their husbands will be somewhere else taking, you know, uh, doing their hobby. I mean, I just can't even... Mm. <laughs> Words fail me at this point, you know? Yeah. And of course, that's not only true for women who have children, that's also true for women who don't have children but are in 
relationships with men of certain generations, you know, mm -hmm. probably. Very true. Um, yeah. Well, let's turn the conversation back to your. Yes. Oh, because it's so it's so different. I mean, I there's a part of me that you know would love would love that kind of podcast that where you. I'm going to explain to people that never listen to it. Mm -hmm. And I, and you may have changed the format eleven episodes in. Nope. But, um. <laughs> It's just so lovely. It's like you could be stuck at home and, and, you, and you can't go out. And you might be one of those women, for example, who, you know, is home with the kids and the dog and the, <laughs> and the hoovering and <laughs> the whatevers. Yeah. And, um, and probably has every intention of maybe doing something nice, but may, may not actually get there. But turn on your podcast and it's like you've stepped out into the countryside. Even if you haven't gone into the countryside, even if you wandered down the street in your town, you still bring the outside in. So thank you so much for saying that because that's exactly what I wanted to do. One of the, one of the main, okay, so I guess one of the main drivers for this, this particular podcast was that I wanted to make nature accessible to everyone. It started during lockdown and I, you know, I, I became instantly aware the minute all the cars were off the roads, mm. you could hear the bird song all the time, you know, badgers were crossing the road uh, just along my street. And I had never seen that. Yeah. It's because we were all gone, you know, we were absent. And I was, I am one of the lucky ones. I'm physically able. I have, um, you know, I, I'm healthy so I can go outside and I could even then go and, and do my hours worth of exercise. You know, I can cycle, I can walk, I can even jog on a good day. So that's great. But I was very conscious that not everybody has access to that. And, uh, you know, not only to maybe their own garden or somewhere nice outside, because some people live in very busy built up areas or cities. And I, and I, through, through uh, through my studies, um, I, I started uh, studying about three years ago now, <laughs> part-time masters in sustainability and adaptation. And as part of that, I learned about the power of nature and how it can actually make you feel good. So, you know, there are studies that actually show this. Mm -hmm. And I just really wanted to use that knowledge and just connect people with the joy of being outside at a time that is so stressful can be so isolating and can be so you know you can actually be removed from nature completely for 12 weeks you know i know people who have shielded i was just really really keen to be able to bring some nature into people's lives no matter where they are what they're doing so it, i just it thrills me that you said that Thank mm. you. well no i felt it when i listened to it and i am like you lucky enough i can go out but it made me realize that not just during lockdown and i'm sure you mm -hmm. realize this as well you know i think of people of my mother and my mother's generation you know who do live alone or they're either incapacitated with some kind of disability they mm -hmm. live alone because their partners died they maybe just don't get to go out they can't go out unless someone takes them out yeah that that it really does. It really does. You listen to it and, and you have this lovely soft voice. So you're not 
what's really lovely about it is you're kind of part of the nature. You're not interfering with it. You know, sometimes when you listen to radio <laughs> and it's a nature program and you think, mm -hmm. you just stop talking over the bird song that you're trying to tell me about. <laughs> because yeah. you're kind of, so it's like we're well you know it's because well maybe it's because really my philosophy in life if if i didn't realize that this is what it was but um is just actually to tread softly on the earth you know in in all ways in the way that we consume in the way that we move through the landscape uh in, in what we leave behind and in what we take from it. So, yeah. And, and also, you know, I just think nature is so incredible. Um, I almost wish I didn't have to talk at all, but then people would just be maybe listening to nothing because sometimes the birds just shut up. Yeah. And it's true, they've done that. If you try to find them, if, you, if you've ever heard, been out and about and have heard a bird in a tree and have stopped to actually look for it, oh, nine times out of ten, I will guarantee they shut up. They do. It's really they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's so true. You know, I'm. I must. At some point, you you're gonna have to do like out and about episodes because it'd be great to do an episode from different places, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely. And in fact, uh, so there is one sort of out and about um, episode, and I'm planning some more. So, yeah, that that'll be great. And I'm um, I'm finally planning some more interviews well interviews chats with people really mm. you know and mm. part of that also I think is part of the transformation that we're talking about because mm. it's all about flexing the courage muscle and learning so being brave enough to approach people mm. you know to be on my mm. podcast um yeah so it's it's a work in progress but I'm really pleased uh you know the odd jangle of uh, ego notwithstanding i'm really pleased with the way that it's going and in, and indeed that it is still going because you know sometimes you don't feel like you want to do it anymore because it's a bit harder a bit scary or you know but... well you say that but i mean you and you always talk about being still a work in progress or hmm. that was yeah say just no no i think i did yeah <laughs> it absolutely is yes yeah no it is absolutely um but we're all a work in progress and we, we are a work in progress. And mm -hmm. so, so that's great. But I know as well, people may not know this, but I know that just hearing you say you, you're on your 11th episode and that, I, I mean, when I asked you to be a guest on this podcast, there was a part of me that thought, do you know what? I don't know if she'll do it. I don't know if she'll do it. Mm -hmm. Because not so long ago, you would have done the whole oh no, I'm, I'm not enough. I'm not, <laughs> I need to be something yeah. else. Um, so, and you having the courage to A, do more than one episode because you did the one and then even then you were kind of, oh, I'm not sure. Yep. Uh, this is just yep. a practice run. Uh, yep. And then asking people to be your guests. These yep. uh, are huge, huge steps forward. Yeah, and, and I am really pleased. And actually, I tell you what, one of the, one of the things I'm, I guess, most proud of is that even though when I was beginning and I spoke to lots of, you know, friends about this and said, you know, do you fancy guesting? And they were all like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, life takes over and people haven't got time or maybe they change their mind because they're feeling shy. And so suddenly I was faced with having to do a number of episodes by myself because I really didn't want to just stop. Mm 
And the battering my ego gave me when I thought, my God, this is just going to be me talking about stuff by myself in my own voice. It's just me. Oh my God. Can I actually publish this? Ah, publish. Because Shirley told me to just publish. So, so I did. And I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm listening to my, my teacher. So there you go. Um, so I think, yeah, I, in fact, it's interesting because it's not yet confidence, but what it is, is courage. And I'm very pleased that I'm building that muscle. I'm, I'm pleased that you're building it. And you saying that makes me kind of question whether, whether courage is more important than confidence, whether confidence even yeah. really exists without courage. It's really interesting. That's really interesting. You know, I actually heard that um, on a, I dialed into a webinar quite a while ago, and I think I might've told you about this. And one of the ladies said something that was, that so completely turned what I always thought on its head. Uh, I was blown away. And it's also one of the other things that's inspired me just to keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know, along with all of the episodes that you put out, which I listen to religiously because they're really great and they're really funny. And actually they have a lot of very, very valuable tips on how to move forward and not worry about it and just incredible tips. But what she said was exactly that. She said, um, it's not really about confidence. Uh, you know, waiting until you have confidence, you will never move forward because mm. you can't really develop your confidence until you have courage. No. What you need is the courage to step off that ledge. And like you say, if you just, you know, you, you have to jump in so deep that you don't have time to be scared. That is the courage piece. Mm. And it's very hard to do. But once you, once you do it, it gets easy. I can't believe I've just said that. Ah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Yeah, I know it, it. I'm glad you said it, but you're so right because otherwise, and it is so hard to you can't you can't give someone that courage. Yeah, I mean yeah. you can. It's that classic you can lead a horse to water, you know. But you can help them create with lots of different yeah. things steps that might help them get to a point where they want to do that greatest thing. Yeah. Um. But you're so right that we can stand on the edge, like standing on the edge of cold water, yeah. going, no, no, I can't go in, I can't go in, I can't go in. The longer you stand there going, I can't go in, the less mm -hmm. likely you are to go in. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, I, it, there is also that thing about um, sometimes you need the right kind of encouragement. And, you know, I, I'll say it again. And this is really important because I had been feeling for years like I you know, I, I needed to be heard and part of it. So in, I guess in, in my family dynamics, I'm, I'm a listener. There are other talkers, you know, often in my friendship groups, I'm a listener. Unless I've had a couple of glasses of wine, then I'm a talker. So I really struggled to find the courage to speak. And it wasn't until through your podcast and through, you know, various conversations we've had that I realized that, um, I could do something that was sufficiently low risk for me that I was able to take that risk. So I think it also depends on, you know, because some people will want to leap. Other people will want to leap and they go, Oh my God, I can't leap. But if you, <laughs> if you make it 
and also if you if you kind of make it safe because there is also that so it has to be safe enough okay look you know for some of us i guess uh you know okay you won't take all of the listeners from all the other podcasts but that's okay because you have a voice and some people will really want to listen to you mm -hmm. that's really encouraging you know that made me leap yeah. and you know also the thing about well look this is safe it's it's okay it's just you know if you hate it you can but but of course you don't hate it do you really once you start you're like well why didn't i do this before yeah yeah anyway. yeah lots of stuff mm. i love it i love it and um i'm mindful of time i will probably need to shut up in a minute because oh, i gosh. feel like i feel like we could go on for ages um but i just wanted to say based on what you just said that I was listening to another very prominent podcaster mm -hmm. very recently and mm -hmm. and it was interesting because you know how we all make purchasing decisions on this base. Well, yeah, mostly we do. We all make emotional decisions, we know that. But yeah. um I see as 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 we all do, you know, ads follow you around the internet mm -hmm. all over yeah, based really on something you've looked at. Yeah. And because I've been in the coaching type of world for a very mm -hmm. very long time i've clicked on all kinds of things so i get i get bombarded with ads and emails and all sorts and i think who is this when did i when did i sign up for this i don't know who you are mm -hmm. but there was one just i don't know a few weeks back and it just popped up and i never heard of this person before in my life in fact i can't actually remember her name now but but that's not to say she's not become mm -hmm. massively influential it's a kind of her name is lindsay padilla ah i've never heard of it before i don't know but there was something about the way she wrote this ad and i and i go oh, i know how this works i click on it yeah yeah yada 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 and like most people she's promising this and promising that and promising the other and and i was thinking oh it's not quite interesting yeah maybe and it was 37 dollars so it was really smart on so many levels mm. So I thought, and I'd clicked buy before, and I don't, often I'll just, yeah, what is it, what is it, yeah, don't, don't distract yourself, you know, yeah. focus, focus. Mm -hmm. And then I heard her in an interview with another friend who's a podcaster, and they were saying exactly what you're saying about um, just having a conversation, just sometimes you don't, and like, she'll just hit record, and she said, I've got no plan. What I'm gonna say, it, I just start talking. She says, "45 minutes later, I hit, I hit stop." Mm -hmm. And I thought that's why it somehow through the ether, somehow we do find the people that resonate in that way. Mm. Thought, that's why, because this person, she's really smart, and and honestly, what I've heard is, is amazing, um, but. It's because of that authenticity of not trying to be anything other than here's who I am, this is how I do stuff, this is what I can give you, hey, do you want it or not? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree. And it's one of the things that I really love about your podcast is that you are just, I mean, I, you know, I, I said it, I think probably before we I started. Didn't pay one, that, sorry. <laughs> I didn't pay you, did I? No, you didn't pay me. No, I'm, I'm not. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, is actually that you are your own authentic self, you know, and that's why, that's why I keep listening because, you know, um, yeah, 
you know, I find you really likable, but also I really love the wisdom that you have to offer. And also I love the fact that um, I know that when you hit record, it's going to be a, this is what, what's in Shirley's mind today. And I love that because it's always interesting. And um, I just think it's a really nice way of connecting with people actually. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Cause I'll, I'll kind of find no, you can use that. <laughs> I, will. You know, I will do that. I'll probably do a podcast about it tomorrow. Um, I just wanted to say one last thing because yeah. we started this off with you talking about, you know, mm -hmm. your own ego. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. Um but I still, you know, when I do some of my some of my podcasts, I'm I'm on a roll and I'm feeling great and I'm just loving it and it's all good. Mm -hmm. Other times I'm thinking, oh my God, where the hell are you going with this? You know, and I <laughs> And I'm, you know, sometimes I'm angry, sometimes I'm tired. Yeah. Um, and and I did still, I, you know, I'm not immune to this. I will still have that voice thinking, should I, should I just shut up now and just go away and think about something else <laughs> to do and to get back to the courage of just getting yes. to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the important thing is just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going no one has to listen they can just press stop they don't have to listen yeah that's very true that's very true although i will admit that one of my ego gremlins is about that very thing you know even though when i set out i thought to myself no even if one person only ever listens to this it'll be fine i've realized that really that would not be fine <laughs> and that i would like lots of people to listen and so yeah. one of my things is oh my god no enough people are listening but then what is that anyway and you know you build these things up as you go and actually i know in in my if i just put my ego into a corner with a nice book and let it happily occupy itself i know that actually it's really not about that and that we always find the people and the things like you said before mm. that you need to find you know so i know that the people yeah. that need this will find it and the people that don't find it don't need it and that's beyond my control so that's mm -hmm. the other learning i suppose well i've loved i've loved the learning and um i think that's the other thing is even if you think that you're learning from someone for, for a certain reason we're mm -hmm. always learning from one another you know there's mm -hmm. never a one-way street um yeah. and i learn as much from you as you learn from me so it's it's been an absolute delight having you in conversation thank um, you so much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure Oh, I've enjoyed very, it. Very thank you. Very, very thank you. Very thank you. You know yeah. what I mean. I, thank you I, very I much. Thank you too. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And the cat hasn't even made an appearance. There's a cat in Anna's room somewhere. Yes. Um, it's just next to me, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Devoted. A devoted cat. Um, so I will put the link to your podcast in the notes that go with this episode. Thank you. That's very, very kind. Yes, that'd be lovely. Thank you ever so much. And, um, you know, if it feels right, I very much look forward to maybe hosting you on mine. If I, it feels right to you. It'd be such an honour. And I just have to make sure I shut up enough that people can hear what's going on. <laughs> um, well, it depends where we choose to, you know, speak from. And that you can, you can decide that. But yeah, thank you. All right, you're welcome. Thank you. Right, everybody, you know, you know the drill. So share this on social media if you like it. Um, and if you don't, well, you'll probably already stop listening. Um, 
<laughs> and you can find more stuff on the mental wealth factory very confusing i know because this is the regulation podcast but i like to confuse so uh thank you for listening and i'll catch you tomorrow on another podcast bye